All right, kids. What's happening? Did you miss me? Huh? 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 This is the show before the show before the show on Podbean. So, all right, are you ready? I'm back. I'll be back, asshole. I'll be back. And I am. So let's get the show on the road. Got a lot to share. I've been in Illinois for two weeks or more. Beat a storm leaving here and beat a storm coming back. But it's not really. We'll get into that. It's like, oh, my God, there's a hurricane. <laughs> uh, no, not really. At least not up here. So we'll get into that. We'll get into going back to Illinois where the to Illinois where the uh, trip started out shitty and ended up to be amazing because I'm getting married. No, fuck no. Fucking. I just met the love of my life and it was just such a wonderful time. Oh my God. I have to share that. Tron kit. Tron kit. What's up? Hello. Are you ready? Meow. Tron kit. Sometimes I want to know where these handles come from. I think my show name is stupid enough. And then I see no offense. I'm just like trying it. And then red pill, original red pill, whatever. I don't care. There's always a meaning behind it. Some of the hardest things to come up with is a baby name, a business name, a show name, and apparently a handle name. But whatever. It's after a song, Tomcat, by the Tyler, by Tyler, the creator. Really? I'm going to have to look that up. Very cool. Oh, speaking of that, fuck, I'm getting a fucking show started. I didn't even start yet. A new song by Daughtry called uh, Something Crown, Something to the Crown. What the hell is it? Damn it. See? I come on here, I don't even start the show officially. And I'm already getting into shit that I should be doing on the show. Hail to the crown or hail? No, that ain't it. I'm looking it up. It's freaking awesome, man. It's so cool. If you like Chris Daughtry, which I do. Hang on, I'm looking it up. Daughtry, 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 da what? D A U G H T R Y. Heavy is the crown. Awesome song. Awesome song. Fucking Daughtry just kicks ass. All right. It is time to start the show. Are you ready? I'm not. Hang on. It's such a pain in the ass getting all this stuff. Especially when I've been on the air for a couple weeks. Two weeks? Three weeks? I don't know. But we'll go through all that and share on the show. Share me well. Okay. To get everything ready? I think I do. What the hell did I do with the... Is this it? Hang on. The original. Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right, here we go. Ready? Here we go. 
Well, come on. I put all the shit in there already. Sorry. See, you guys don't see this behind the scenes. Should this be my Patreon extra crap? You can hear things that you really don't want to hear. Okay. The original Red Pill Show. Welcome to a brand new episode. Welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill 
show. Today is hump day. Oh, I didn't know that. It's hump day. Hey, 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 Fred. What does it? Oh, that sounds like Barney Rumble. Hey, hey, Fred. How about Rocky? Should I start doing some Bullwinkle? Bullwinkle and Fred's pretty close. Hey, Rocky, watch me shove this right up my ass. Oh, not again. Not again. Whatever. <laughs> Welcome to another exciting episode. It's impersonation day. Episode of the original Red Pill Show once every two weeks. If you're lucky, the way things are going. Like I said, today is Wednesday, January. January. Starts with a J. July 7th, 2021. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use it at your own risk. This show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without our written consent. You will get banned forever. Finally, the show's opinionated. That's why I, we do it. The host, especially me, callers 815. I should probably open that up. 815-290-0912. Guests, people that are naughty in the chat room, are and always will be opinionated. Thank God. Under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as a device. If you are seeking professional advice, don't look here. We suggest you hire a person that's qualified with a license of required. What do I say? Opinions should never be taken as advice if you're seeking professional advice. We strongly encourage you to hire a license if required person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Hey, man. No, that's his name. Broadcasting live, hanging on to my ass. This hurricane coming through here, which it's really not. So, how are you doing today? I'm a doing just a fine. I'm all refreshed and everything and went on a vacation to Illinois. Really shouldn't go on vacation to Illinois, but I have Framery there. Oh, round die. Personation day. It's just coming out. I don't want to tell you. And I got out of here. Jeez, where should I start? No, we'll we'll save this for the meat of the show, the middle, whatever. I usually start with movies, books, TV shows, whatever. So that's where I'm going to start. Why change? There's not really a format, but it it should have some type of I don't know, flow, format, intro, opening, topics, closing, bitching, ranting, whatever. Everybody sucks. Except me. 
there's my narcissism. Oh yeah. Let's call it a narcissist again. Oh my God. If I could just, if I could just, if I could just share unfucking believable, but I'm not going to take the high road. Let's see. So I'm a misogynist, um, racist, can't forget that one, uh, narcissist, I blame other people for my problems. <laughs> okay. Uh, so those are called assholes, actually, in your life. And a bunch of other crap. Which, even worse than that, is third party perspective for some people never even fucking met me you have to remember this show is not really me it's all sarcasm smart ass crap like what nicole arbor she's awesome man she's fucking so great i follow her on twitter and you should too it's one of the few uh social media whatever that means platforms that i'm still on so let's get into the movies. I'm going to check in the chat room before I start flying on this crap. Let me check. Uh, my ratings have gone down 90%, but that's what happens when you do a show every freaking 17 days, dumbass. My phone's blowing up. Hello. I can say hello. There's nobody there ever, but we're going to flip over to the... Uh, Podbean chat rooms, people in there already. Tomcat, Troncat, Troncat, Pawanarana. What is that? Shaw, Sean the Dude. Sean the Dude, man, it's far out. Hey, man, let's smoke some pot, man. I just talking to somebody about doing mushrooms. My neighbor. She's like one of those, she's 21 or 22, but she's one of those old soul, I didn't call her a hippie chick, but she's like a Woodstock chick, but she's not that, that in that much into it to that extreme. Cause I don't want to label her. And I said this to her face. It's like, you can't say nothing to anybody anymore without getting pissed off. You look nice today. Oh, what does that mean? That means this sexual harassment, asshole. Asshole. Fuck, really? You know, one day you're going to beg for a guy's attention to tell you you look nice today. Instead of your husband who has to, when you ask, does my butt look big in this dress? No, but no. Well, yeah, because your ass is big. It has nothing to do with the fucking dress. Hello? Uh, of course, I never said that when I was married. Like, yes, it looks great. You look great. You look wonderful. Didn't they write a song about that? All right. So, hello to everybody in the chat room. My deepest apologies being serious for 30 seconds. I've been dealing with some personal challenges. Everywhere from employment to uh, health issues with my dad, which I just big reason why I want to tell Illinois. I'll get into that. 
and just got back last night after driving 19 hours straight. What about so much fun? Fuck. I, but I don't like making a two day or three day journey out of something. I just want to just like, let me drive and get it over with. It's like having bad sex with the ugly chick. I just want to get it done, get it over with. I did what? How many beers did I? <laughs> okay. That's what tequila does to you. All right. So movies. Okay. I've seen, I saw two movies, one in the theater, which was really weird after COVID-19 and all the other horse shit going on. But it was nice. It's the first time I've been in a theater since all that horse shit started in Illinois with the mask police is everywhere. And, uh, I saw the purge, uh, forever or the forever purge. Is that right? Anybody seen it in the chat room? I'm going to, I'm going to interact people here. Did anybody see hello, Michael Miller? I know a Mike Miller. You're not from North Carolina, are you? I was just thinking about him. That is weird. I known this guy since he, oh, Wisconsin. What part? I love Wisconsin. I love the Wisconsin Dolls. Tim, is that Tim Man? Green Bay. Oh, go Packers, eh? Cool. Oh, so here. So are you a season ticket holder and a owner of uh, the Green Bay Packers or not? <laughs> Hell no. Okay. Because I met a guy that, that, uh, I ran a service call down here and the guy had a beautiful house. He was from green Bay and he's a uh, owner of the team. And we were talking about, uh, well, cause I defaulted from the bears to green Bay. Cause they wouldn't get rid of Cutler. I'm like, fuck you guys, man. The guy sucks. They, the guy throws some amazing balls, but he has no leadership ship capability or really doesn't give a flying fuck whether he wins or not. And I'm like, you got to get rid of this guy. And they wouldn't get rid of him. Oh, he's the greatest thing since uh, whatever. Like, no, he's not. So I was doing work in Wisconsin and uh, Wauwatosa, uh, Milwaukee, uh, Brookfield, West Bend, West Dallas. Just so you know, I'm not bullshitting you. Uh, and all the surrounding. I went all the way up to Sheboygan. Oh, my God. You ever been to Kohler? Kohler is like, that's amazing up there. There's a museum up there. You would think it'd be stupid. Oh, we got a museum here of bathtubs and sinks and toilets. It's like, well, that's stupid. But it's not. There's a lot of artistry in that. And it, the first bathtub, here's, you're going to learn something. Here, educational and entertainment. Here's your education. The first bathtub was a fucking horse tub, sorry, a horse tub, a horse drinking tub. And then I think they just lined it with ceramic or something. And there you go. There's your first bathtub. And they actually have that there in the uh, Kohler museum. They also had a two stroke racing engine and a car. That was a shit. I didn't think that even existed, but it did. It's there. But, uh, yeah, Kohler, Kohler, the Kohler family brought immigrants in. Hopefully legal ones. It's a jab. And employed them and built housing. They even supplied housing for them. And 
the city or town of Kohler has its own infrastructure, its own um, designs and streets and the whole nine yards. It's very impressive. And they, they did it the right way. It's not a cookie cutter neighborhood. It's really fascinating. As stupid as that sounds. And I got, I bought a whole book about it. I don't know what the hell I did with it. Cause I'd never heard about this stuff in school. You know, they teach you everything you don't need to know in school. And in Kohler, Wisconsin, besides them making great, uh, well, they make generator, backup generators. They make tubs, sinks, all that shit, whirlpools, hot tubs. So you can get laid and drunk. But, uh, of course I've never, never done that before. I heard about it though, but that, that's a fascinating thing is dumb. And the American clubs up there too, which is a real nice hotel. But real, what a really cool place. What? Can't talk on a fucking phone. I'm doing a show. What's the demographics? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm sure it's mixed. Are you talking about people? I I don't know. Age or race, ethnic background. A lot of immigrants. I know that. I don't know. It's fascinating though. I'm sure Google has it. Really, really cool. I think really, really cool stuff. So has anybody seen German and Polish? Probably. I don't know. So everybody gets pissed off and does shit backwards. Okay. Cool. All right. So has anybody seen the purge? Has anybody seen any of the purge movies? That's a dumb question. Quite honestly, I think I saw the first one. And I was like, eh, it's kind of, kind of violent for me. I mean, it's like, really? You have the second purge. Okay. So I'm not a big purge fan. I'm not, I'm just not, but I saw the trailer for this forever purge. Yeah. The first one, it was like, it's really violent. I mean, it's like, holy shit. Like no holds barred. If you're targeted, you're dead <laughs> pretty much. And uh, hello, Mr. A. Have you seen the purge? Any of the purges purge movie? But I saw the trailer for Forever Purge. And I'm like, this is interesting. So I went and saw it. And I'm going to tell you something. If the shit's going to hit the fan and everybody's going to lose their shit because it's originally the purge plot or whatever is you have what? 12 hours or whatever it is. And you can just. There's no laws. You just go ahead and kill people. Nothing's illegal. You can kill people, murder them, this and that, whatever. And then after the purge siren, I probably should have downloaded that. Once it blows, it starts. And once it blows, it's done. I think it's 12 hours. I can't, it doesn't really matter. I think it's an all night thing. I could be wrong. It doesn't matter though. So in this forever purge, hence the name, it was a regular purge thing, but people didn't stop killing people. 12 hours. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's all night. So after the, the siren goes off, people open their doors and, you know, put down their firearms and go back to their life. Uh-uh. <laughs> and I'm not giving nothing away. I won't give anything away, but it doesn't end. And the reason why it doesn't end 
is because in the, I was being very, put it this way. If it would have went in this direction, I would have got up and left. Because I don't want to make this about politics, but I'm sick and tired of patriots being labeled as domestic terrorists, racist assholes, and all this fucking shit. But they were very good about it, and they just didn't cross that line into politics because I'm sick of it. I'm just sick of politics, period. Being a patriot has nothing to do with politics, but they're dragging all the shit into it. So I'm watching it. And the white supremacists and the neo-Nazis, and they showed them and everything else, they want to cleanse the United States. So pretty much if you're a person of color, you're dead. So that's the forever purge. So you got these extremist assholes that just want white people in the United States. And if you're not, you're dead. And then, of course, you got your opposition to that. And uh, they follow this one family that is white and have Mexican friends. It's a really good movie because it makes you think uh, and puts a little bit of reality reality into how uh, how cohesive we are and we can and we do live together and get along. You just can't keep listening to CNN and Fox News and all of them. I'm not picking on any of them for any reason. I'm just saying all of them. Shut that fucking thing off. But it kind of just shows how it really is in the United States. We all live together. Mexicans, blacks, Asians, Latinos, you know, whatever. We're all living together. But if you watch freaking television or listen to elected officials, and it was just a nice thing. And I don't want to say any more about it, but that's the plot of the movie. And there's some really good things that happen and a lot of things that make you think. But I'm going to tell you something. If this shit keeps escalating to what it is to make us turn on each other, that movie is, in my opinion, not exactly because it's a movie. It's not going to be that far off. And it's really concerning to me and sad that we're letting people push our buttons and telling us how to think, how to act, who's the enemy, what you should do about it, burn shit to the ground, and then now kill people. And it's like, oh, my God. It's, and believe me, I, I am not a violent person. I couldn't even watch Sons of Anarchy when it first came out because the first episode, it's like the first episode, they take this guy and kill him and throw him in a garbage can and light it on fire or something. Like, what kind of movie, what kind of TV show is this? So I couldn't even watch it because of that, that level of violence went totally past my boundaries. But now it's, what, 15 years later or whatever it is. And I guess I'm a little more desensitized to that stuff. So I have watched Sons of Anarchy. Almost, I'm in season seven, so I'm almost done with it. So the purge is like a picnic compared to Sons of Sons of Anarchy. Uh, but in the same type of level of violence, which is extreme. And it's not fun to watch. But I am concerned that the writing's on the wall seeing this movie. And I've told my friends about it. And some of them are going to see it this weekend. And I want their feedback on it. 
and see what they think. But it's very scary. Very scary. God help us all if that's what happens. Because even if it is a civil war and it's not the purge, it, it's going to be a race war. And it's like, why? 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 Why are we doing this? We have to stop. Please. The only people that have oppressed people of color is the fucking government. Now, I'm not saying there's not assholes out there. Believe me, I just dealt with a few and they were white. Get into that too. But I don't like the color thing. I don't like they're people. It's like a dog. You see your neighbor's dog. Hey, that's a nice dog you got. You know, you don't say, hey, that's a nice black dog you got there. It's a nice white dog you got there. It's a nice brown dog. No, you say it's a fucking dog. I'm getting sick of people. Just color comes out right away. Why? Well, that's a nice brown car you got. Fuck. Really? Really? Come on. I'm tired of everything is just a color and then political and then domestic terrorists because it's destroying everything. And I'm not going to save the planet or the country for that matter. But it's just shit's it's got out of hand. Just think for yourself and don't tell people things to oppress them and lie to them so they turn on each other. And that's what's happening. And it's sad. That's enough of that crap. Oh, all right. See you, Mike. Thanks for popping in. Okay. So that's enough for the purge, but I, I do. If you can handle the violence, handle the racism, because there's just some white racist fucking assholes that just point blank shoot a poor Mexican guy right in the stomach. And I'm like, oh my God. I mean, point blank. It's like, bam. It, it's like, and I know it's a show and it's a movie and it's fake and whatever, but it's the whole point of it all. It was a really good message and I'm going to see it again. Because there's always things you miss the first time around. It's like, I didn't catch that. And then by the time we figure the characters out, the movie's half over anyway. But really, really good wake-up movie, I would call it. A wake-up. You better wake the fuck up because I don't want to see that. Just going to go around killing each other. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna solve everything. Okay, so that's that. The second movie I saw. So Netflix, Amazon, all these streaming companies are coming up with their own movie production productions. And um, I don't want to say B-movie actors are in them because it's not true. They're not B-movies. They have, let's just say seasoned. I'll be nice. Seasoned actors, experienced actors. And some that are still mainstream. I think now I'm a huge sci-fi guy. I love Marvel, Star Wars, all that crap. The messages and the, and the um, storylines are just phenomenal. So the dude, I think his name's Chris Pratt. I'm pretty sure that's it. He's the guy from galaxy gardens of the galaxy. 
Gardens, Guardians, say Gardens, Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's a movie called The Tomorrow War. Two and a half hours. So I start watching it and it's kind of just a little, it's not cheesy or corny or like, oh my God, this sucks. It's, it's good. And it gets to the part where he's got to go kick ass, put it that way. And it's a great movie. It's a great movie. So if you like science fiction with a really good story, great special effects, it's, I'll give you a hint. It's a cross cross between the bad monsters are cross between aliens and predator and a rabid dog. Put it that way. Unbelievable. Just a great movie. I put it on this morning just to have something on the background again, because it's that good a movie. I give it five out of five stars. And that takes a lot because I haven't seen any fucking movies that had done anything to entertain me lately. That one, hands down, great movie. One going to be one of my all-time favorites. And I hope a sequel comes out. But that was a great uh, show. I've been watching Loki. I like Loki. I love Loki. He's a smart-ass, sarcastic, 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 God, oh, man. Sarcastic asshole. Um, some of the episodes have been great. Some of them suck. I couldn't even get through one of them, but the last one was pretty good actually. So I watched that one. I think it comes out every Thursday night. It might be tonight or tomorrow night. So that one's okay too, but I, I just like that character. I think it's awesome. He's just such an asshole. It's fucking great. Because uh, he wants to be a god, or he thinks he's a god, and all that crap. Thor's brother and Marvel, good though. But I don't know if I'd recommend it. But I am getting some entertainment out of that. Yeah, man, that movie, that movie, Tin Man, it is awesome. I mean, great job. Not great. Kind of drawn out a little before he goes in and starts kicking ass. But after that, well, if you like time travel. Starship Troopers, Aliens, uh, Predator, uh, with a little, I don't want to say Farscape because there's no Muppets on it, but but there's some badass chicks in there. And I say that because of Claudia Black and uh, Aaron Soon from Farscape. There's some kick-ass broads in there, sorry. Kick-ass women in there, and I love that. Oh, my God. A kick-ass woman with a fucking firearm. Oh man. Sign me up <laughs> or a blaster, laser rifle, whatever we want to call it. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. So that's that for my movies, books. I don't know. I really haven't had time to read a book. Still trying to get through wine for dummies, which I've been learning quite a bit. It's amazing and fascinating how wine subject wine is like a painting. It's like, it's up for you to figure out if you like it or not and what you see, what you taste as far as the wine goes, not the painting. And if you like it or not, I mean, that's pretty much to me what wine is. But the thing I learned is everything that you've been told, you can just throw it out the window, which I liked. 
it's a, it's a personal preference for you. So it it's a good book, but I got to get through it. It's more of a guide than a book. But that's the last book I've been reading. So, all right. So that's that. I don't know how long we've been doing this. Half hour, maybe. Let's let's see. Yeah, thirty six minutes. That's enough. That's about how long I bullshit before I get into something. So, but this is going to be more of a personal thing. I did see though on LinkedIn. Okay, not to get into politics. But this just popped up right before I came on here. This is good. This is not really political, and I'm not going to elaborate on it. Just a headline from Trish Regan is breaking Trump, Trump, sorry, President Trump to sue Facebook and Twitter CEOs Mark Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey report. So hopefully we'll kind of get our First Amendment back. That's the only reason why I brought that up. It's, people are out of control, man. Uh, you don't meet our community standards, which we deem is our standards and not you. And just forget about that piddly little First Amendment. Oh, no, you can't say whatever you want here. No, 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 no. How about fuck you? Okay, here we go. Ready? Sorry. Here we go. So, I've had some shit happen. This is therapy time. Now, I only say this to share. Because I know a lot of people have gone through or are going through. It's kind of like a big AA meeting. you know. And when you're in one of those, not that I would know. But when you're in an AA meeting, you can't talk about anything but yourself. But see, then that's perceived as narcissism. Well, I can only talk about me. Just like you. So I think that's where the inaccurate judgment or perception of narcissism comes in for me. Because it's not. I'm, I am not. I've asked people. Like, no. Like, well, some people don't see it that way. But regardless, so I can talk about me because... I can't sue me and I can't get yelled at or offend myself. Well, I guess I could offend myself if I really tried, but I can talk about myself and that's what I'm going to do. It's my show. Okay. And if you could relate to that, instead of judging, like, Oh my God, all he does is talk about himself. Because mm -hmm. I can. That's it. And you just might learn something. So, where should I begin? Okay, I'm in between jobs right now. And I'm not going to say where I worked. It's not about that. It's principle. Okay. And really quick, I got a parking ticket. Okay, now who hasn't gotten a parking ticket? All right, see, this is where you relate. It's not about me getting the fucking ticket. It's and me, me, me. It's just about I got a ticket. I'm sure you have too, right? You've gotten a part, and I'm saying parking ticket. I'm not saying moving violation, speeding ticket, running a red, you know, failure to yield the right of way in Illinois, w whatever. I'm talking about a parking ticket where you shouldn't have parked there, okay? Hmm. In Chicago, and I'm assuming 
other big cities or even small cities and towns where the assholes build all these fucking buildings and restaurants and there's no parking. Which you can't tell me that that's not planned. Well, you know what? We'll have uh, we'll have a 10,000 capacity here and have 5,000 parking spots. Yeah, imagine going to a concert and dealing with that shit, which it still may be that way. I mean, what a racket. So not only do they charge you for parking, but you can't find parking because there's not enough. So then you get a fucking ticket. It's a racket. It's a bunch of horseshit. Anyway, this is my opinion based on experience. But I owned and operated a business in Illinois for 20 years. And some of my customers were downtown Chicago. And when my guys couldn't find parking, I said, well, just find a spot. And then when you get to that point, it's like you park in a loading zone or, you know, somewhere that you really shouldn't. And you know, you're just going to get a ticket. So I tell my guys, just get the ticket, charge a customer for it. And cause they need to provide parking. Cause otherwise I can't fix your shit. And I'll just put a parking charge on her and you're going to have to pay the ticket. Okay. Well, that happened to me working here in downtown Orlando with no parking. And I got a parking ticket. And I was told, I'll keep this short. I was told I'm the operator of the vehicle. I'm responsible. So I have to pay the parking ticket. And I said, well, I'm not going to. Had a discussion further with my boss. I said, I'll tell you what. I said, fair and reasonable, which is any court of law. I'm going to go to ticket, go to court for a parking ticket. Fair and reasonable, I'll meet you halfway. I'll pay half the ticket. Immediate response, nope. Not breaking policy or bending policy for anybody here as long as I'm running this place. Hmm, okay. I said, I ain't paying it. So it got a little bit heated more from there. I ended up walking away from him and said, you have a great day. Got five minutes down the road and typed my resignation letter effective immediately. Now, how stupid is that? And there's two sides to a coin. Like, really, Tim, you walked away from a job for 37, 38 bucks? Or you look at the employer and go, you let an, a good employee go for $38, $37. And it's even worse. I would have paid half. I'm not being a dick here. There was no parking. I needed to park. I got a ticket, charge a customer for the parking for a parking fee. Oh, no, that's not right. And you're the operator and you're responsible. I go, it's not a moving violation. It's a fucking parking ticket. Nope. Nope. Ain't going to pay it. Everybody here pays a parking ticket. I go, well, that's a, I've never heard that in my life. Not in my industry. Customer needs to provide parking. And it was the first time I was there. I didn't know where to park and I parked where I could. And I got a parking ticket. To me, it's principle. 
really? You're going to, oh, and I just got my check stub from my final check and they actually did deduct it. And it says under itemizations for deductions, moving violation. Uh, no, the parking ticket. We need to go back to school or at least have better corporate attorneys and definitions of a moving violation or a parking ticket. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I'll meet anybody halfway. When I ran my company, I would get I would get tickets from the city of Chicago in the mail. Hundred bucks from their fucking rigged, allegedly rigged short yellows in the city of Chicago. And I get them and they're driving, my guys are driving my company vans and I would say, okay, knock it off. I'll pay this one. I'll pay this one. You pay the next one, but stop it. Okay. Okay. Whatever. That's fair. That's more than fair. But no, not here. Uh, uh, nope, 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 nope. I go, I've never, ever, ever heard. Well, you just can't do what you want. I heard that one again. I'm not. I know what planet fucking Florida is. But parking tickets are just like, oh, okay, well, we'll deal with it. Charge a customer for it. Done. Unfucking believable. So now here I sit in between jobs trying to find another fucking job because of a parking ticket. Ridiculous. So I guess when I go on an interview, okay, so if, if I get a parking, I, I mean, this is so stupid. So if I get a parking ticket and I can't find parking, I don't know where to park and I get a ticket. How do you handle that? I have to ask that question. I don't know. It's, it's just a little, it's definitely different down here than the Midwest and even Colorado for that matter. But yeah, I mean, it, it was a surreal situation and it was just absolutely ridiculous. So anyway, that's that. So then I went to Florida. So when I quit, resigned, it's a nice way of saying it. There was a tropical storm in the Gulf like two weeks ago. So I could either sit my ass here for four days and let it blow through. Or I could get in my truck and get the hell out of Dodge and get to Illinois. Because my dad has third stage lung cancer. So I wanted to spend time with them. And that's what I wanted to do. And I took the time off for it. And that's as far as I'm going to go with that. I don't want to comment it. The parking ticket's enough. I'm not going to comment anymore on employment conflicts. So I went to Illinois and it kind of started like I have to get, I had to get off of Facebook cause I have an ex-girlfriend from three and a half years ago that's supposed supposedly having people spy on me. I'm <laughs> like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So I got off of Facebook and that's how my vacation started. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So that's how it started. So I go, great. Going back to Illinois, more shit to deal with, which I'm not dealing with. I'm just, whatever. I'll get off. 
I mean, what are you supposed to do? I had like a hundred friends, which is really nothing really. I don't think, especially how many people I know and how many people I've seen 500 plus friends. Well, good for you. Are they really friends though? But what am I supposed to do? Go through every one of them. Okay. You're the spy. You're the spy. You're the spy. No, you're the spy. You're the spy. Oh, I think you're the spy. And I fucking unfriend them or block them. Come on. What are we? 12. So I said, fuck it. Now Facebook sucks. I'm sick of it again. And I got off it. So that's how my vacation started. But then I, uh, so I reunited with my daughter after six years. Amazing. Wonderful. So heartfelt. Good. There could be good things to this show. You know, this is one of them. So after six years, I reconnected with my daughter. It was wonderful. Amazing. Saw my two granddaughters. I haven't seen them in six years. Amazing. Wonderful. Went out to dinner with my sister, who I reconnected with too. Don't get divorced. Well, actually, don't get married. And I shouldn't say that. Because if you don't get married, you don't get divorced. But common law marriage, common law, not an attorney, common law, it's not advice. Relationships, you're probably just as fucked anyway. I don't know. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Be single your whole life and, and whack off every fucking day? I mean, really? It was so nice to have my family back together, except my ex-wife. Just, just the family environment, I guess is the best word. It's just so rewarding and amazing. And I haven't had that in over six years. And you're listening to, this is serious, a guy who busts his ass and, and made sure that his family was taken care of. We had a great family for 20 years. Well, maybe 25. Married for 27. The last two years were hell. That's when just everything went just destruction, just totally. And for some of you that are here, I'm sharing now. Oh my God, he's talking about him again. Yes, I am. You might want to learn something again. Listen to this. If you're in or were in a marriage that ended up in a really bad divorce, you're going to find out who your friends and your family are. Sad to say, and you're going to be shocked. So after a very long time of self-analysis, church, books, this, that, praying, whatever, I finally came to this conclusion. In the movie, The Shack, here's another movie, The Shack. The judgment scene is just off the charts. It's fucking, oh my God. If you don't watch that movie and cry, there's something wrong with you. I don't mean bawling like Old Yeller or fucking, um, what's the name of that movie? They put that dog down. It has Owen Wilson in it. Fucking, oh my God. Anyway, I don't want to get negative. I finally came to the conclusion, Marley and me, sorry. See how, if I think about it, I can't come up with it. And then I go off and I can think. Or it comes to me. I came to the conclusion and I told my daughter this. I said, 
your mother and I got divorced because of your mother and me. Period. Doesn't matter who said what, who did what, who sided with who, who didn't side with who. All that doesn't matter because you know why? That's on them. The only person that I can hold accountable for my for the actions and what was said is me. Period. So if you're struggling and people got into your business and your shit and your divorce and cited and this and that and everything else, you're just going to have to accept the fact that you and your husband or you and your wife or whatever, or you and your husband, you know, whatever, gender has nothing to do with it. Your significant other. If you got divorced, the only people to blame is you and your significant other, period. And all you can do is make amends and apologize for what you said and what you did. And trust me, when you're going through a divorce, it's fucking hell. But you don't know how hard that was for me to do. Because the resentment and the anger and the blame and the finger pointing and blah, 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 blah was destroying me. I actually get up in the morning now and I don't have, my head ain't spinning. I'm bass backwards. People want to go to bed. Oh, I can't fall asleep. I can't, I'm thinking about this shit and blah, 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 blah. I'm opposite. I have no problem falling asleep. But the second I wake up, I'm, my head's doing 240. Thinking about this shit. Not anymore. And it's because for me, it's because you're trying to get other people to say, see, look, this is what they did. This is why my life sucks. This is why my marriage was ruined because of them. No, it's because of you. It's because of you and your significant other, period. Because if you had that strong of a marriage and a bond, anybody should say or do anything with the exception of physical violence and um, uh, cheating or just totally or alcoholism, drug addiction, you know, the stuff that's obvious get the fuck out but it's your fault in your significant other's fault period nobody else that should be a bond that cannot be broken by anybody period now, like I said, if you're miserable or one of you, one of you have grown more than the other, or you just fell out of love and that, then do it respectfully and amicably. Just go, you know what? We just can't be together anymore. You know, hopefully we can still be friends, which I don't still don't know if I could do that. If you can, you're a better person than I, but yeah, I mean, let's just part ways, not try to destroy each other. Because that's what it is. I want you to feel like me. You hurt me. And you try to make other people see that. And it's just it's just so damaging and dysfunctional. So after all the damage was said and done and everything in my family, from my daughter to my grandkids to my to my sister and my son to a point, but we've always kept in contact. It's an amazing thing. And, and I never, ever, ever, never, ever in a million years, 
I thought I was going to my grave with my family destroyed. And I have people to credit for this because they help me see this and how important it is to have family no matter what. And it's your job as a dad. And I would say a mother too, but I'm not a mother and never will be, but a dad. Cause I was waiting for everybody else to reach out to me to fix it. And it was just never going to happen. And my daughter even said, I don't think it was my job to do that. So after the fact that I did it, I just think it was my responsibility as a dad and a father and, uh, and the husband thing has nothing to do with it. Cause I don't talk to my ex-wife, but I wanted to have my relationship with my kids again. So regardless of who did what, who said what, blah, 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 who cited, who didn't, whatever, I was going to fix it. And I did. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. The feeling that you, it felt like an 800 pound gorilla came off my chest. So I'm just telling you, there's one book and I've recommended it a million times. It's called, it's okay that you're not okay, but you're not going to be successful in reconnecting and bonding with people that have hurt you intentionally or unintentionally until you deal with your loss. It took me six years. And I think for the most part, depending on all the other labels that I hear, that I'm a pretty kind-hearted, nice, intelligent guy. I just do. And I only say that because somebody like that should be able to overcome this type of situation in a short amount of time. The secret to this, or the thing is, is that there is no amount of time that you can say. It takes as long as it takes. But that book, It's Okay That You're Not Okay, is phenomenal in helping, and it helped me get to where I am. So I don't care what it makes me look like. to. Be, oh, well, you're weak, and you broke down, and you surrendered. No, I didn't. I strengthened because it took a lot of strength to do that and courage to admit that, you know what? This is on me. What I said and what I did was wrong. And I'm not saying about being infidelity and all. I'm not talking about the reasons for the divorce. I'm talking about the behavior at the time. The lashing out, the yelling, being a dick, fucking asshole, whatever. Just angry at the world and it was everybody else's fault. I think that takes a lot of strength and courage for somebody to say, you know what? That's on me. And it even goes further than that. And the people that did side and did say stuff and do stuff, you know what? That's on them. And you better get your shit straight because if it doesn't come out and you don't tell the real side of the story and the truth here, when it comes up for whatever reason, you better get your shit straight by the time you meet the guy upstairs because you know what? He knows the truth. So I would suggest to you, whom whoever you are and what role in this you are, Get the truth out now, make amends, apologize for your shortcomings and your behavior, and ask for forgiveness, and tell the truth, 
But it's not a he said, she said, well, what about this and what about that? It doesn't matter. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. It ain't going to happen again. And we made a pact that it ain't going to happen again as far as breaking our family up. But just as importantly, this is the people that did things and they're not coming out and telling the truth. It's going to be much easier to do this in the real world and learn some lessons and grow as a person admitting you fucked up and asking for forgiveness and making amends than when you get upstairs and talk to that guy. Because you know what? You're not going to get past him. And quite honestly, you're not going to learn anything because now there's consequences, whatever they may be. And I don't want to do that. It's like I could have fixed everything when I was here. Now you're telling me I should have done that and I didn't do it because I'm too pig-headed, stubborn, proud, and everything else because of my shortcomings. When I just admitted that I was meek, but there's strength through being meek. I just heard Joel Osteen talking about this shit when I was coming back from Florida. Don't let people ruin your day. Don't let garbage trucks dump, which are people that are assholes. Don't let those garbage trucks dump into your trash can, which is you. Keep your lid on and be meek. But meek is strength. Being meek is strength. He used the analogy of a Mustang or a wild horse. Just because it's tame and meek doesn't mean it's not strong and still can't buck you off and kick the shit out of you. Yes, it can. But it's tame now. Because we think that when we're meek, we're weak. And he said that too. And that's how I perceived it. Behave like that? Oh, no, I can't say that. I'm a male. No. Never. And I don't think it's just gender specific. I just think it's a matter of pride with people. They just can't admit they fucked up and they're wrong. You ever heard a politician say that? Well, yeah, you know, we bombed Iraq and you know what? It was a mistake and I'm sorry and we just uh, won't do it again. <laughs> no, we got to start another war in Afghanistan. Okay. All in the name of democracy. And by the way, go guard that poppy field. Okay. I don't want to get into that. It's just that we don't like admitting when we're wrong. And it's even harder to say that and tell somebody you were wrong. And it's on you. Nothing else matters. That's why when it comes to Judgment Day, if you want to believe that, or anything else, it's just going to be about you, man. Well, no, but, you know, uh, Trump did this and Biden did that and gas is fucking ridiculous. Like It doesn't matter. We're talking about you. Well, yeah, but blah, blah. there's no yeah buts, man. You will be held accountable for your actions. So you might as well deal with it now. Because you know what? You might learn something. It might even change you for the better. And you just might have less stress in your life. And you actually might get a good night's sleep. And you're going to like yourself. Above all, you're going to like yourself. Because I think that's one of the key 
characteristics are part of your moral inventory that you have to like yourself or it just, it doesn't matter. If you don't like yourself, nobody's going to like you. And that's a self-esteem issue. And I don't want to get into that shit, but that's pretty much it. Own it. Be accountable. It's on you. Fix it. Admit you were wrong. Well, so what? You've never been wrong before? Pfft. Yeah, right. You're never going to be wrong again? Of course you are. But if you're going through a miserable divorce or been through it and your family's been destroyed, you should reach out. That's all. Send a card. That's what I did. My daughter got her master's. I sent her a card with a thousand bucks in it, told her how proud I was. And that opened the door. You may be surprised after time goes by what people may be open to. And you're not going to know until you, until you try. But you better have your ducks in a row and you better be genuine and talk from the heart. Talk with feeling and, and passion and compassion and empathy, but mostly all it's on me. I was wrong. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And everything that anybody else said or did, that's on them. Until they reach the level of growth that you've reached to say, you know what? I fucked up, man. I never should have got involved. I never should have said that and this and done that and done this. That's on them. That's their personal growth. But it has absolutely nothing to do with you. And whatever you do, don't let your pride and your overconfidence or uh, put your guard down or your shield down because you don't want to be wrong or weak by admitting that you fucked up. That takes a lot of strength. Don't let that stop you. And probably that's what's stopping most of you is. Plus, you're still hurt so bad that you want that person that put that pain on you to feel the way you do. And that's perfectly normal. But it's going to do nothing but destroy yourself. You have to learn by your mistakes. Otherwise, why the fuck are we here? Make the place a better place and you a better place. Be the best human you can be. And that's it. All right. So that's enough for the sermon today. It ain't even Sunday. But I hope that makes sense. So that's some personal shit for me. Uh, my dad's doing great. He's actually doing better battling cancer than he did COVID, which is nice to see. But I had a really, really good, high-bonding, wonderful, amazing trip to fucking Illinois. Believe that one or not. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed the show. That's enough. I'm going to go. It's got to be about an hour, right? At least. Hour and 10 minutes? Let's see. Hour and six minutes. So I got to go. So thanks for listening to me. Please share the show. Those movies are awesome. Try to keep a little bit positive here, but it got deep. But uh, this is the original Red Pill show. Think out of the box. Don't listen to anybody. Don't have uh, tribalism. Figure the shit out. And whatever you do, just be the best person you can be. And share the show, okay? Because someday I want to get paid for this shit. <laughs> so 
I'm just kidding. I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me. I do this for fun, believe it or not. So I got to go see you later and uh, please share the show and uh, I will probably see you tomorrow. You have been listening to the original Red Pill Show.